What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of our little tiger. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. It's Monday, May 10th, and it's episode 225, if I remembered what I wrote underneath my face correctly. I think I did write 225 a minute ago. <laughs> How's it going? And, uh, and happy Mother's Day to all of our friends who are moms. Because remember, we all came from a mom. Some way, somehow. And if you are a Mexican, it's Mexican Mother's Day today. <laughs> I think I should have shut off my mom a text. <laughs> I hope the... Oops. <laughs> I, I think she's fine with the, with the visit. <laughs> our, 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 our little dude got to... Got to do a little bit of Mother's Day with Grandma. His grandma was on Saturday. And then it was all about Rosa. Yesterday. Yesterday was Mommy's uh, Mother's Day. Which basically consisted of me trying to keep the stress level as low as humanly possible in the house. It was, it was a sick baby. With a, a sick baby and then a... Uh, I, I don't know about you parents. Oh, oh, here. I'm going to ask a redundant question, which I already know the answer to, but for my parents out there, you, do you just trade colds with your kid? Is, it, is, is this how it works? Like, if your kid goes to, you know, our, our son goes to daycare slash preschool, and he picked up whatever germs he picked up, are you just doomed to just be sick whenever your child is sick? What's up, Rolando? Mm -hmm. when, when you're young, Rolando, when your young daughters were... In, a, in school or daycare, were you just, were you and or your wife just picking up whatever illnesses they had? Because <laughs> our, our dude, he had a stomach thing a couple weeks ago, now, now he, he's got the sniffles and a cough now. And so I was like, he picked it up last Wednesday. And then by Friday, I was like, oh, my throat's feeling funny. I'm like, oh no. Saturday morning, I woke up and my face exploded. <laughs> It's like, ah, oh, I'm sick. I couldn't go get my... Uh, Rolando says, yes, we were at their mercy. And Rolando has three daughters, all of which are almost grown up now. You're at their mercy. If they were sick, then you were sick. And Facebook just closed. Uh -oh. I hate everything. It just insta-closed. Oh, no. Oh my god, this is so... Did you say bad word? No, I didn't say anything bad. No, you didn't. You didn't. Oh my god. Uh-oh. This uh -oh. is so... It's not Greek, it's just geek. Jeez. Part two, part two. Yeah, that's basically what's going to happen right now. 5.10.21 Episode 2.25 Part two, I know this is part two. Hey, we're back. But I was, I was having a conversation with uh, Rolando Morales and the, the Facebook app just up and completely closed on me. So I, I'm, I'm just chipper, I'm just totally happy. I, I, guess I, I, I guess I should feel fortunate that it it shut down five minutes into the show instead of 30 minutes into the show like it's done the previous time. So yeah, we're back. I did the whole intro and the other video, which is now just a five-minute video, which may or may not have been posted. Ah, hey. 
<laughs> but if you go back and listen to the audio, which will be posted later tonight on SoundCloud and tomorrow on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and, and Spotify, you can listen to all of my frustration in between the two videos. Because <laughs> I kept the mic... Yeah, I'll, I'll, you can hear my frustration all through the... I kept it going through the microphone. My God. Ugh. The, the, the technology. It's like, me, me and Ronald are talking about the kids stuff, and all of a sudden... My, my wife was joking, did you say anything bad? Did the Facebook police shut you down? Uh, I don't know about any... I, I, I haven't run afoul of the Facebook police. I, uh, a couple of years ago, I ran afoul of their of their copyright protection when, when I was streaming Rock Band on, 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 on Facebook Live. And oh, or there was another day where I was doing karaoke in my car, and I totally ran afoul of the Facebook copyright police, and they totally destroyed that video. That video was summarily deleted and is, is never to be seen again. Only the people who got to watch that live when I was singing a whole bunch of uh, uh, of nineties uh, nineties uh, R and B. I was I was waiting for my boy D-Loke while I was uh, to get uh, to get Kogi truck, and uh, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, oh, let, let me just go on Facebook Live and. I fired up my iPod, hit 90s R&B, I was just doing a karaoke session, and uh, delighting whoever was watching live, but yeah, and literally, as soon as I stopped the the live, it was like, nah, this video is gone. The Facebook police is like, nah, no, you, you had a bunch of songs that, were, that they don't belong to you. I think the quickest the Facebook copyright police ever got me was, I forgot which WrestleMania was, uh, I was doing a live stream commentary, and I flipped the camera to show the screen for one second. I think, like, hey, let's show the people who are who are watching. Oh, show us Alexa Bliss. I'm like, all right, I'll show you Alexa Bliss for a second. And literally, as soon as I flipped the screen, Facebook's like, you're trying to stream something illegally. It's like, whoa! It's like one second. It's like the the the, the robotic algorithm knew. It's like what what WrestleMania was looking like. So if anyone was trying to, you know stream WrestleMania for free, it would immediately like shut it down. Or like maybe the, the bots were already on me because it was a Wrestle like I, I put in the title, WrestleMania whatever year it was. Live reaction. And yeah, that, that shit got shut down <laughs> immediately. And anyway, I remember I, I turned it back I, I flipped the camera back around, resumed live and it's like, oh alright, I can never show you guys any wrestling ever <laughs> uh, on Facebook Live. So we, we, uh, ever since those little incidents, I've, I've tried to stay away from pissing off the Facebook police. I, I guess it's good I don't comment very often, because I, I, I know this was... Because even uh, on the air here, I, I believe uh, when our good friend uh, Matt Hamblin, he got Facebook banned live on, on the air here a few a few weeks ago. And our other, other friend Ryan Tanaka, he, he got banned because he, he expressed his opinion about the Mortal Kombat movies, and he compared them to what he finds in his toilet. <laughs> He was a lot more descriptive than I was, and he got—he's been thrown in Facebook jail a couple times. And then, and of course, friend of the show, frequent frequent guest Jai Paulador, he, he he frequently serves long stints in Facebook jail for for, for posting almost naked women. <laughs> it's just, uh, Facebook. It's a—it's uh, gonna get to the point where I, I won't be able to do these shows live anymore on Facebook. I'm gonna just have to like record them and then post them on YouTube and hope that people come and watch them later. But you know, we, we have been putting up on YouTube a whole bunch of gaming videos. There's a whole bunch of... I've been very consistent now of putting up... Uh, uh, getting, getting my, my wife and I get to work early, so... Fire up whatever system I got connected to the TV in my office and 
I'm gonna do it now. 10 to 15 minutes of, of stuff every. I'm gonna try and do it like almost every morning. That way, you get a cycle of content. Uh, all, all the live stuff goes up on our Facebook gaming channel, Jerry's Geek Philosophy Gaming Stream. That's a separate Facebook page. You'll see me occasionally share it onto the Facebook stream, onto the, our, our main page. Just, I, I tried to put integrate it all together, but Facebook was like, no, if you're going to do video games, you have to do a separate gaming creator page. I'm like, that's annoying. I made it because Facebook made me. Because uh, sadly, it is. This is, I get the best live reaction here on Facebook. Because uh, I, I remember early on, I remember Sam, uh, for, Executive Boozer Sam's he, he wanted us to, uh, oh no, let's ditch Facebook. He, it was his idea to do this on Facebook in the first place. And apparently I'm speaking too loudly because Tiger is waking up. So I have to, I have to bring it down to, to a, 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 ASMR levels. Let me pull up the microphone. Get a little closer to the phone as well. Because I, yeah, gotta run two mics here. It's the double mic setup, the simulcast. And uh, I remember, like, we were starting to lose viewers on, on, on Facebook because you know, they started, they wanted to charge people, they, they, they wanted to charge us for viewers. And I'm like, oh, F that. And Sam Z was like, let's just go to YouTube Live, F that. And I'm like, we've already built an audience on Facebook. After however many months of doing it, you know, it's like, oh, let's, we're just going to stick with this Facebook thing and keep on going. And now we have all these other avenues. But, like I was saying, we have a separate Facebook gaming channel. And I've been, whenever I have time, I, I take the videos from there and download them onto my computer and upload them onto YouTube. Which uh, has been varying results, but uh, some stuff has been getting a lot of views. And, uh, but now that I've been more consistent about posting on YouTube, we're trying to get more subscribers, which is great if we can get to 100 subscribers. And uh, last time I checked, am I still too loud? Oh, okay, I need to bring it down even lower. Uh, last time I checked, we're up to 35 subscribers, which is really great, because considering when I started the big push, we hit two. <laughs> so we're over a third of the way to our goal of 100 subscribers, so that I can change it to youtube.com forward slash phrase geek philosophy instead of having to go search on YouTube for phrase geek philosophy podcast. So, well, so like yesterday was a very nice, you know, relatively calm Mother's Day. You know, we didn't do anything too wild or crazy. Uh, like, I mean, uh, we just relax here. Like, if, if I'm under the weather, Tiger's under the weather, and we're trying to make sure. Rosa did not get sick. That, that, that was my, my, that's been my primary goal. I'm like, been washing my hands all the time. Like yesterday, I washed my hands like 50 times. I've been uh, keeping all my snot quarantined away. I'm like, honey, you probably shouldn't sit over there. That's where I was sleeping. <laughs> I didn't lie solid this morning. We were running out of the house taking time to school. Okay, good. Alright. I just realized, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep, make sure she doesn't get sick, because I, I, I obviously picked it up. I'm trying to make sure we have at least one completely healthy parent. Because that's the thing, we were trying to offset all of our, our, our COVID vaccines. Rosa got hers last weekend, and I was supposed to get mine this past Saturday, but since I woke up like this, uh, apparently, yeah, you you should not be getting the COVID vaccine if you if you're sick. Yeah, I'm guessing your, your immune system is already 
weakened by being sick. So taking the COVID vaccine was basically like, oh, give me COVID. <laughs> so I, I had to postpone my first shot to like next week, and I might postpone that on another week. Because Kaiser lets me do that. So it was a very, you know, nice, relaxing, as, as much as you can relax when you're sick and you're, when you're, your toddler's sick. Mother's Day yesterday. Try to, I was trying to clean everything up. Like, give my wife at least a. Was it the, was the meme that we saw yesterday? It was like, oh, the motherhood uh, HR. It's like, oh, there's only one day off, and that's Mother's Day. Oh, and by the way, you have to work that day too. <laughs> so uh, I, I was trying to give my wife as much light duty as humanly possible. James here on Facebook Live says he got his second shot on Friday and he was out. So yeah, that's, that's why I've been. Scheduling my, uh, I've been trying to make sure our, all of our sh shots are on weekends. That way, instead of me passing out at work, because we have, last week one, one of our, one of my supervisors, one of our supervisors, he he had gotten his second shot, and it was like the following day. Like all of a sudden, like he he never sits down, and I walk by and I saw him sitting in a chair, you know, looking all weird. And I'm like, Yo, dude, you okay? And he kind of just waved me off. I'm like, All right. And then later I'm, like, Oh yeah, he took off. He had the chills. His second shot took him out. <laughs> like, damn. But he, he, he was fine the next day. <laughs> it was just a true tripping us out. I'm like, oh, okay, I have to take over some extra work. Because suddenly one of the supervisors got KO'd by his second COVID shot. So I am totally not looking forward to shot number two. And I think, is, is your shot number two this weekend, honey? Or, no? Huh? Next weekend. Next? Oh, yours is three weeks. Oh, okay. Oh. Wait, full two weeks. A full two weeks? Two weeks. Oh, okay, because, oh, okay. Two full weeks. Next weekend. Oh, so the weekend. Oh, okay. It, yeah, because you, you gotta wait between those. Mm -hmm. Because we ain't messing with no Johnson and Johnson one shot nonsense. Oh, heck no. <laughs> like in SNL, the guy was like, I got that Johnson and Johnson, baby. One shot, shot. and I'm done. <laughs> and the girl starts, like, backing away from him. Oh, right, uh. Yeah, so so that was a, so this past Saturday. Huh, apparently, Rolando didn't get a. No, did not get any. It was not affected. He got the Pfizer shot. Yeah, I heard that Pfizer was the best one. Like there's mm -hmm. no adverse effects. And then James here said he had to wait four weeks. Uh, you got you got Pfizer right, or you got Moderna? Moderna. You got Moderna. Okay. I have no idea which one Kaiser's going to give me when I go, when I eventually go and get mine. Yeah, she got Moderna, and I have no idea which one I'm getting. I think it's whatever whatever the bartender's serving when I get there. They're starting to allow, I think, what's it, 12 to 15-year-olds? Yeah, that's what they were talking about. They're, gonna, they're trying to accelerate the quote-unquote herd immunity by letting all the young, getting some young people involved. It's like, this should be interesting. I have to say, I, I, have, I haven't been, been, been saying uh, this out loud too much, but I, I don't like how, how everyone's getting very comfortable. Like, all right, everything's back to normal. I'm like, I don't think everything's getting back to normal. I'm see, oh, Kaiser, okay, they're giving most people Moderna at Kaiser by default. They'll make you fill out your form for Moderna. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm going to get Moderna then. I'm, not, I'm just going to, I, I don't want to be the squeaky wheel. I'm just going to, I just want to get through. I just want to get it get through, get it done with. Yeah. But yeah, I don't like how everybody's acting like, all right, everything's fine. 
everything's gonna be okay and I'm just like are we not paying attention to what's happening in other countries <laughs> it's like India is like whoa I don't know. But that, that's what, that's what uh, Cal at work was saying. I was like, dude, you have to remember, this is still kind of like a third world country. Only the rich people are getting vaccinated over there. There, there was 73,000 in attendance at the Canelo fight? Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. And, uh, what do you call it? Uh, one of the wrestling companies, AEW, they just announced they're going back to full touring starting like next month. Oh, Texas. Of course, Texas. Of course, Texas is going to put 73,000 people in one freaking place. And uh, I'm willing to bet they didn't check for vaccinations. So, yeah, so, uh, like I was saying, uh, this past Saturday was a very interesting episode of SNL because the, the host was um, Elon Musk. And I, I've talked about Elon here before. I, I always felt he was kind of like a, a real life a super villain. And I remember, like, Pete was like, oh, he's kind of like Tony Stark. I'm like, nah, man, he, he reads more like Alex Luthor. But after watching this episode, I just think he's just a weird foreigner. <laughs> he's just a, a weird dude from uh, South Africa who has a bunch of crazy ideas and he hires people to, to, to execute said ideas. Yeah, Dogecoin went down. Yes. Yeah. I was reading about how like, this, this was like a, a, a catastrophic event <laughs> for, for, for Dogecoin. This is like... This is a, a lot of people saw this as, oh, right, he's going to go on SNL and talk about Dogecoin. This is the exact point where you should sell, because it can only go down from here. And I guess that's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy, because if everybody starts to sell, then of course it's going to freaking spiral downward, and, and that's what's happened. But my, my boss at work was like, oh no, it's going to rebound, it's going to rebound. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I think everybody got out. I think a lot of, <laughs> all the casual people... They probably got out. All, all the crazies, or like, you know, maybe, I, I think the phrase they were using is diamond hand. That's when, like, even, no matter how low the price goes down, you hang on to your stock. But I, I think, uh, the, it, it didn't help during the, the, the weekend update segment where, where they had Elon come out as, as the Dodge father. <laughs> and, uh, and Michael Che just kept, like, asking him over and over, so what is Dodgecoin? <laughs> It's a cryptocurrency that's mined and blah 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 blah. Oh, like honestly, half that mumbo jumbo, even I didn't understand. It's like I I still I I still don't totally understand cryptocurrency. Like I I get that it's some alternative to money that's controlled by the internet. You can trade for 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 theoretical money. This theoretical, this theoretical money you can trade for real money. Uh, I, I, but so what you're saying? It's a hustle. Like I, I feel that, that was probably the most damning line at the end. Where like he just kind of confirmed, yeah, it's a hustle. Because it just seems like a, a big scam that that Elon may or may not have helped by constantly promoting on his Twitter because he kept he kept talking about the the, the damn Dogecoin because it used to be like a fraction of a cent. Like a month or two ago, it's like all, all the all the all the kid uh, as as one of my other bosses called all all the kids who were putting their money in a GameStop and then pulled it out. <laughs> he went down thirty seven percent at that point. Yeah, that, that's a pretty huge drop. Uh, it was like my one of my one of my other bosses was like all all the games GameStop kids they took their money out from GameStop and put it in a Dogecoin just because they're they're just doing it for the memes. <laughs> and it just. It, 
what I really think, I, I am no uh, market analyst, but is this, I feel like this is kind of exposing the fact that the, uh, the stock market really is just a bunch of smoke and mirrors. I mean, I, I know, Rolando, you are a, you are a banker. Uh, uh, you, you can tell me if I'm off base or not with these, this type of commentary. It really feels like it's a, uh, the, the, the stock market is just a bunch of rich people playing with other people's money. Or, or I don't know, it, it, this seems like a casino now at this point, which is being pushed around by people on the internet. Uh, I guess the SEC is not doing their, I don't know, I don't know if the, the, the Securities and Exchange Commission is doing their job making sure it's not being manipulated, but it, when it clearly is being pushed around by a bunch of crazy people on the internet. It, it seems nuts. The, you know, the whole GameStop thing really seemed like a, a, a real-life uh, trading places with you know, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. It's, it, 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 it's insane, insane, insane. Yeah, the, I, I, although I think, going back to the SNL, I, I think probably ended up being my, my favorite skit, even though I was kind of horrified through most of it, was uh, the one where they were making fun of uh, Super Mario Brothers, where they, they had a Elon dressed up as Wario. <laughs> Which, I don't know if he even knew who Wario was, but... <laughs> he was just pretty funny. <laughs> and they even, like, brought his lady, his baby mama in Grimes as, uh, as Princess Peach. Like, my wife picked up on it immediately. I just thought it was one of the other, like, one of the other girls from SNL. I was like, nope, this is my wife. Ah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had, I had no clue. I, I really thought it was Chloe or Heidi, but nope. My, my wife had the sharp eyes on that. I guess that's why I have these big Coke bottle glasses. She picked up that it was a, it, it was Elon's lady playing Princess Peach. It was just a. Then Rosemary, after we watched it, she was like, "Do you think Nintendo will be mad? And like, if they hear about it, they're probably gonna be pissed." <laughs> They're very super duper protective of their intellectual intellectual property. To to, to have them show like a, a, a digital Luigi erection, <laughs> or or a pixelated Luigi erection that that's probably uh, not within uh, the the rules of using <laughs> Nintendo characters. I mean, I'm sure it all falls under fair use and parody, but I I assure you that. Uh, if, if it gets back to Nintendo Company Limited, they're probably going to be very unhappy <laughs> that the sketch show uh, that had uh, Luigi uh, unclogging Princess Peach's pipes. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> but, yeah. It was... Uh, it, it, I, I don't know what I was expecting from this episode of Saturday Night Live. My, my wife is a, is a huge fan. and it's, I, I only got in, back into it recently because of her. And it's it's because I'll, I'll read it's I'll read some reviews online and like so many of these websites just trash and dog it so much, and I'm like, they're just going out there and doing live skits that they literally wrote during the week. I mean, like I always come on and say, it's not high art. I I, I I feel like these people who review SNL and just like trash it or like they're expecting, uh, like, high art. They're expecting Academy Award winning things. I'm like, they're doing shit and poop jokes. Hell, there was two straight skits with cousin fucking jokes. I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's not high art. <laughs> it's it's mid to low brow humor. 
Like it, it's just supposed to amuse you. It's it's a it's it, it's a fun show that where you just turn on on Saturday night and watch a bunch of people either make a really funny skit or just fumble their way through one. I mean, <laughs> and we learned that a. Uh, uh, Elon has Asperger's. So that was gonna, that was his explanation as to why he would, he would not look at anyone in the eye <laughs> during the skits. Although he, he he did seem super robotic, like he was like he, was, he did feel like an alien in most of the skits. He has Asperger's. So. He has Asperger's, so he he did the, the only one I guess it was where he did not seem you know odd. He's not an he's, like, no, I know he's not. I know he's not. He's not even an actor. No, I know. I know. I know. But I've seen other non 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 actors, and you know, actually, they're they're just as bad. <laughs> but uh, I I know the Twitter was like, oh, he's gonna be the worst of all time, and then oh no, he he was just okay. He he wasn't terrible. He wasn't like Cheeto Hitler or anything. <laughs> I, I think I think uh, that the 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 former occupant of the White House is probably will go known as one of the worst ones. I don't even remember what he did that last time he hosted. I'm sure that there's not too much to play with with that psychopath, but you know, something that I forgot to mention on last week's episode that I've been meaning to post it up. So normally, I I don't go and check um, the reviews for for the podcast. Uh, uh, well, as a general, I I don't go check it. I I don't make a point to go look, but uh, I, I was going to go. I was looking to go get the link for our iTunes to share it. On, on the Twitter the other day, and I noticed, oh, wait, there, there, there was a new review. Well, it wasn't necessarily a new review. It was a review that happened last um, July. And uh, I'm sure it was a... Co- it was a the, the, the review was coincidentally around the same time as uh, we were talking about all the Black Lives Matter stuff. And uh, the review said that I was racist to white people and that I hate whites and then no one should listen to this racist pal. Look, he only has you know, whatever how many followers I had at that point. No one listens to this racist podcast. And I would just, I laughed. <laughs> I took a screenshot and I'm like, okay, I gotta put this up. Uh, I, had a, I, I also wanted to find the, the, the corresponding t- uh, tweet to see what the, the timeline is. Because I, I was tweeting a lot about Black Lives Matter at that point. I remember, I remember one tweet that I made got a lot of traction. So I feel like that's where the... Um, this reviewer came from, or I was a, uh, oh, 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 I was, I was trashing a lot of the anti, the anti, uh, Black Lives Matter people. I was trashing a lot of racist white people on Twitter. So I assume that's where this uh, incel, uh, saw my tweet and then clicked on my profile and went straight to the, uh, straight to iTunes and gave me a negative one star review. Racist. And I'm like, oh well, if. Uh, I guess that's the that's how the dog whistle works. Like when you are calling out someone for their racism, I guess they they turn around and they mirror it back to you. Oh, you're a racist for hating what you hate whites because if you're calling out these racists, like, I hate racists. I'm racist against racists. <laughs> the, 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 the idiocy. I had to block a few people on Twitter, and it was a it was very dicey. Like, it was like the, the only tweet I've ever had that had like that much traction where I was like, oh wow, it's heading into the thousands of people who have seen this tweet. Normally my tweets top off at like 20 people, 30, it's a good day, that 30 people have seen this tweet. 
But this one, like, I think this one went for like, I don't know, this tweet went over like 12k. I was, I was replying to one, one, one of my other follow, one of the other guys I like to follow. I made some poignant point. I think it was like, I remember like, I made the tweet like at 4 in the morning while I was uh, changing Tiger's diaper <laughs> last uh, July. And then I woke up, I'm like, whoa, this tweet has a lot of likes and a lot of hate. Huh. And yeah, then I guess I, apparently that, that led. So now my, my, my poor iTunes score is, uh, is my reviews at 3.3. I have two five-star reviews and one one-star review. <laughs> I mean, 3.3 now. I lost my perfect 5.0 from two reviews. <laughs> it just, uh, uh, it, I, I just thought it was comedic. I'm like, oh, this is what happens when you support minorities. You get called a racist. So I hope everyone here enjoys listening to this anti. Uh, it's, and I knew it was a Twitter thing. The, the, the guy was like, oh. This guy hates white people, and he should know better because most wrestling fans are white. Like, he, he made a point to mention that in his review. And I'm like, this isn't a wrestling podcast. This is a little... I talk about wrestling on occasion. I don't shove down people first. This is the Drake's Pro Wrestling Podcast. It, it'd be a completely different podcast. I, I, I obviously, I'd have to, according to that guy, I'd have to cater to white people. And clearly, this is not a podcast that caters to racists. This, this, this caters to people of color and people who are allies of people of color. And if that pisses you off, then I'm happy you're not listening or watching. Man. Oof. Speaking of racists, we, we, uh, so after we finished watching uh, the, uh, the Falcon Warrior Soldier, I, I, I had this hankering. We need to rewatch uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, the actual movie, because that, that's my favorite MCU movie, just hands down, I mean, just, even though, like, you know, Infinity War and Endgame are amazing, epic moments, they're just, like, the, the, I still get goosebumps every time I, I see the big scene where everyone comes back to life, and everyone's, everyone's gathered, and Cap does the Avengers Assemble, even thinking about it, I'm getting some goosebumps right now, like, but just for, I, just, that, that Winter Soldier movie, from start to finish, is just a, a, a piece of art. Just, I, I love how that movie just flows. I, I love almost everything about it. It's like, it, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great film. I, 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 that was, I remember after watching it, I'm like, I don't have to quantify this. Oh, this is a great comic book film. This is a great film, period. Like 40 years from now, this should go into the Smithsonian because the Smithsonian is in the movie. Ha ha ha. But it's just that yeah, we, we watched it because, like, like I, I, I wasn't sure if my wife had seen it before. I, I guess she had seen it before with her godson because she, like, she was kind of remembering pieces of it here and there. But it was like, oh, it's so good. I'm like, I, I can watch it over and over. I, I, I think I've watched it. Bless you. I think I've watched that movie like a dozen times. It's just so good. Now, like, I think at some point, hopefully, this I think this week we're probably going to watch either uh, Age of Ultron or probably Civil War. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure she hasn't seen Age of Ultron. We want to go through the whole chronology of all these all these shows. I mean, we watched WandaVision. We watched Cap and Soldier. We have a, a bit of a break until Loki comes out. So we're, go, we're going through, we're, we're trying to figure out which Marvel movies Rosa hasn't seen. <laughs> And I guess some she has, some she hasn't. And, and, 
I think was it more like wasn't it last year I put on like Homecoming I spy my like, have you seen Spider Man Homecoming and you're like I'm not sure and I put it on you're like yeah yeah I've seen this <laughs> so yeah he's Spider Man he's awkward yeah he's like, yeah, yeah oh yeah you're like oh, I've seen this and I'm like when did you see this and like with your godson that's what <laughs> whom whom we just got a job at the uh, at the warehouse her her, her, her now 19 year old godson he's now working with us at the the big, big, big warehouse full of games and also K-pop. <laughs> so yeah, we we watch yeah we watched Where's Waldo. Oh, on your left, it was every time Falcon says on every time Cap says on your left, the Falcon. Just, I, I think what I love the most is like how they established all these relationships with not that much dialogue. There was it was all visual and physical the way all these relationships were kind of established like like the the the, the dynamic between uh freaking cap and and falcon the dynamic between cap and freaking uh black uh, black widow mm -hmm. like the dynamic between like nick fury and the, and the limited time season like you you just everything was written on their faces or written in their actions it wasn't necessarily like just about the words they were saying the words were important, but it was just the their attitudes and their actions. It was a that's, I, that, that's why like, it's just like after seeing that movie, I'm like oh wow, this is really good. And then you know after Civil War, obviously, which is like kind of a de facto kind of Avengers movie, I'm like oh yeah, cool. Like when, when it was announced that they would be that 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 that, that whole creative team, the the, the, the Russo brothers, and the and then the, the two screenwriters are going to be taking over the Avengers movies. It's like oh okay, we're in good hands. They, Civil War is basically an Avengers movie, and that was really good. So, oh yeah, these Avengers movies are going to come out of Infinity War and Endgame. They're, they should be fine, and they were more than fine. <laughs> they were great. But yeah, just going back to that first one, it's like I forgot how like they they like, uh, the Russos sneak in uh, people that they like. Mm -hmm. uh, the freaking uh, awkward ass Dean from Community was in the freaking in the beginning. Oh no, I think that's oh no, I think I'm confusing that with Civil War. I think they snuck in the Dean at the beginning of Civil War. They snuck in Abed at the end of <laughs> friggin' uh, uh, at the end of uh, Winter Soldier. Like I think they 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 keep sneaking in all their friends. <laughs> and I, and I also I was, I was that annoying person. I was pointing out little things in my mind. Oh, I see that guy right there. That's the that's the director. The doc, the doctor. That's the director. That's one of the directors. That's one of the brothers. Mm -hmm. Oh, over there. That's the guy who created the Winter Soldier. That's the writer. It's Ed Brubaker. He's 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 that guy on the side. Standing there watching the Winter Soldier. Yeah, so good, amazing, amazing, amazing. If, if you've never watched Winter Soldier, what are you doing here? <laughs> no, I, I will not judge you. No. If you have, if you have not seen the Winter, I highly recommend it. If you have Disney Plus, it's available there. I think almost everything from the MCU, with the exception of the Incredible Hulk movie, which eh, it's okay, you can you, you can skip that one. And then I think was it? Yeah. I saw that Agents of Shield is not on the American Disney Plus. Apparently, it's it's on uh, the international version of Disney Plus, but it's not considered part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Which is odd because at the beginning of Agents of Shield, it was a part of the MCU. It would, it would tie into the movies, but as the show went on, it no longer became important to the rest of the plots of the movies. I think yeah, because I, I stopped watching it after like the third season. And then Pete and then Pete would in, would fill me fill me in like oh yeah they jumped five years in the future I'm like oh so there's no way they're gonna tie into a movie ever again <laughs> they just kept jumping around and I, I had friends who were like oh I love that show I'm like 
cool. I, I'm glad. I'm glad somebody does because I I stopped loving that show. It was just it, all the a lot of the comic book shows on, on, on network became more like chores than they were like entertaining. So that's why I'm glad. Like oh, the boys on Amazon that, that was thoroughly entertaining. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to whenever season three of, of that drops. I think at some point I, they they just finished filming, so I think it's going to be probably later this year or early next year after they do all these special effects. Uh, well, let, let, let's just wrap. I'm under the weather. I am, I am fighting against a whole bunch of phlegm right here. I'm trying to hold it together, but we're, we're just going to wrap it up a little early here. Especially since we lost the first five minutes the first time around. So, we'll catch you guys next week. Well, make sure to always uh, check us out on Instagram at DreGP Podcast. Check us out on Twitter, also at DreGP Podcast. Um, for those people who are listening or watching this video by some other means, uh, Facebook.com forward slash DreGP Podcast. Uh, go to YouTube and search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. We have a whole bunch of videos which are being updated regularly now, finally, after how many years? We're, we're finally uh, I'm putting in the time into, into the YouTube and making sure we have fresh content there, as well as we, we do here on Facebook. And then, as usual, I mean, we didn't stay up late enough here for one of our patrons. Daniel usually comes in after nine. And then Ryan must be busy, or he might have got thrown in the Facebook jail again. Uh, if you want to join the, uh, those two gentlemen and be patrons of our show, you want to help uh, support the show directly, financially, it's patreon.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy. Thank you for watching, and or thank you for listening. If you're listening to this, the audio version, we will catch you guys next week and hopefully I will not be under the weather. Have yourselves a good night and we'll see you next time.